Today's episode is being sponsored by Kingsley 1945 watches. To check out the Kingsley 1945 collection, go to www.amitdevhonda.com and click on the Kingsley 1945 collection on the upper right-hand corner. On today's episode, I talked to Gautier Massonneau, the founder and CEO of Trilobe Watches and 2022 GPHG winner. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm on the phone with Gautier Massonneau, the man behind Trilobe Watches. How are you, Gautier? Hi, Amit. How are you? All good. Thanks for having me. Thank you for, thank you for making the time. It means a lot to me. No, no, you're most welcome. With pleasure. I must say you've taken the world by storm, including myself. Uh, I've been in the watch business for over 30 years, and I happened to be in India, and I was at the GPHG event, and I saw your, your brand live for the first time. And I was blown away by what I saw. Ah, thank you. It's amazing. Thank you. Which poison would you choose in the, in the two watches you've seen uh, in India? I want them both. Want them. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> I love the Nuit Fantastique. Um, and, and, I, and I also love the other one. Uh, the other one definitely uh, takes a little getting used to in terms of telling the time. If you're not used to seeing it, if you're not used to seeing an execution like that, congratulations on your win at the GPHG for 2022. That's a huge victory for you guys. Thanks a lot. Yeah, it, uh, it means a lot for us. It's a, it's a big recognition for the for the brand. Uh, I mean, uh, as you said, we're a we're a young French uh, high horology brand. Uh, we launched uh, Trilob after a few years of R&D, of course, but the official launch uh, happened in Paris uh, less than four years ago. We'll be celebrating our fourth anniversary in December, the 17th. So so for us, uh, well, we, we have the chance to be nominated every year for, for the last four years, uh, but that's the first time we, we won at the GPHG, so very, very proud. It's also a lot of pressure for us to better in the future, but uh, we have a stuff in the pipeline. Congratulations on your four-year anniversary as well. What I love is the independent spirit um, of your brand in a true in a true fashion, because from what I understand, you don't come from the watch world at all. I think your parents were both architects. That's true. Uh, both my parents are architects. I, I grew up in this uh, environment. I grew up with, uh, you know, a grandfather having the, I don't know if you know these guys, these guys they're called Marklin. It's a, it's a German uh, brand of little uh, electric trains. So, you know, growing up, uh, building that, uh, uh, building small things, but but not not with watchmaking. Uh, and I came lately to this passion uh, in a very egoistic way because I, I wanted to have my own first watch, but I wanted it to be extremely different. And my dream watch at the time was a Zeitwerk by Langenzen, but I was 24 years old, so obviously... Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hard catch, hard catch <laughs> for so, a small budget. You, you didn't aim high at all, huh? No, not at all. <laughs> you know, of course, I, I could not afford it. I could not even afford the strap at the time, I guess. Uh, so, uh, you know, I had this, uh, this thinking, this idea that... Uh, uh, well, it may, it may be cool, actually, to look at things a bit differently, to look at time uh, in, a, in a reverse mode, having the time moving, flowing, and, and uh, the indicator of time, instead of being arrows, moving arrows, having it fixed. So it's, it's really how the, the, the project, um, how it 
gave birth to the project and, and, and from, from a very egoistic idea, which was to make a watch for myself, it became uh, something uh, uh, much more bigger, which was uh, the, the building of a brand, the building of a, of a maison de l'autorlogerie. That's incredible. Did you just like one day get up or f like fall out of bed and were like, oh my God, I, I, I've stumbled across something that no one else has done before? Was it sort of that feeling or was it just like, I have this idea, it's pretty cool, I don't know if it will work, but maybe this is something that could be done, you know, like... No, it, 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 matured, but it matured a lot because, um, uh, you know, at the beginning I thought, you know, I'm, I'm not that completely done, I should be able to make it myself. Right. I didn't know much, at, you know, at the time about watchmaking, but after two years of... Uh, own R&D and own uh, tweaking of PCs and uh, uh, having nothing that worked, I understood it was a bit more complex than that, that you need about 40 people, 40 different uh, métiers um, to do that type of watch. So, no, it, it matured in time, definitely. From what I understand, from the things I've read and seen, and obviously one of the other reasons I wanted to get you live is to get it from directly from you. You were in banking, right? Yes, yes. Uh, doing a, a project finance, to be precise. So uh, okay. building uh, infrastructure. You were building infrastructure, and then so this sort of thing of you building your own brand or your own watch, it must have become an obsession, right? Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> my job and uh, and you know jump into the into this new pool uh, but that's that's what's exciting you know to, to leave the, your comfort zone and to do something uh, very new very different um, and doing that with a very candid approach um, I think it allows you to also look at things with a, with a new eye uh, you know without uh, I'm not Swiss I'm not a watchmaker so it's approaching uh, uh, you know, watchmaking with a very different view, sometimes making mistakes, of course, or not understanding uh, some stuff. But on the other hand, it helps, you know, uh, bringing to the table very, very different things. But I think, uh, Gauthier, you, you almost, if you think about it, you almost had that eye because of your parents. You looked at it probably from that architectural point of view. Also, your obsession with mechanics, with trains, that I'm sure really helped as well. Of trying to take things apart and put them back together and maybe them not working at all, but... Or, or, Absolutely. Right? Never working, actually. <laughs> but that's, uh, that's the fun part. Are you... You're based out of Paris, but the watches are made in Switzerland, correct? That's correct. Yeah, we are based in Paris. I would say that the, the spirit... Good reflection of that, uh, of that environment. Uh, on the other hand, we make most of our... Uh, parts and assembly in uh, Switzerland, the rest being in France. Okay. You know how, like, people say Paris is the most romantic city in the world? So many people I hear say that. Um, <laughs> your watches sort of evoke that spirit. Almost magical, whimsical, yet very refined. Um, very French, in a way, but very simple. Very French. Very simple, but very technical. You know what I mean? Like it's key to, to me that in the in the I mean, first thing for me is the design, is the aesthetics. Does it look cool? Uh, does it look beautiful? Does it tell a story? And then you construct the the technical uh, behind it. Technical is just you know the, the scaffolding behind it. It's important. 
important. It's key, but it's not what we want to showcase first. Something which is important. And, and, and from the Parisian side, yes, I, I, I guess there is some reflection into that. It, it also means... Uh, you know, it also makes sense in the sense that, uh, you know, uh, Abraham Louis-Braguet, uh, well, the first shop was actually in Paris. So, so I think France and Paris in particular are getting, you know, back on track with, uh, with much making. I think you're a big part of why that's happening. The interesting part for me is you're not like everybody else. Also, from you're pretty young, right? Like, wow, it's amazing. So I saw your acceptance speech on the live feed for the GPHG Awards. I'm not good at that. <laughs> person standing next to you. I don't know who that person is. Her name is Volsi. She's my uh, my, par my partner in, uh, in, in Trilove. CEO, yes, okay. yes. Um, and uh, she, she draws on, on a lot of experience she had. She, she used to... Uh, to be working a lot in the, in the Richemont group okay. for Piaget and Panerai. Uh, so she, she brings a lot of experience from, from the group side, from the group perspective as well. From what I could gather, it was literally like she was saying that in the morning you would send her a sketch maybe even on a napkin, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I draw a lot. I draw with, uh, I'm right-handed, but it looks like I have two left hands, <laughs> not sketch ideas. Uh, and sometimes... They are a bit hard to uh, a bit hard to de to decipher, uh, but uh, but then we, we we construct the 3D, we we, we build the, we build the model, and we, we know where to where to land. So I, I draw a lot, so a lot of ideas. We have uh, I don't know. Uh, I used to say 10 years, or maybe it's 20 years of collection that could be ready. Uh, uh, wow! You know, of different collections. That's amazing. Uh, well, the, the whole balance, the, the whole sweet spot to find is you know the my envy to bring new stuff and that's where Valsi comes in as well to you know uh, take your time a lot of people don't know about our brand yet so you know you have to give time to time and not to go too fast uh, so that's that's the, the balance to, to find as well I'll tell you after being in the industry as long as I have there's very few brands that immediately grab my attention I started selling Langa and Zune in 2001 like before the rest yeah. of the before the rest of the world. Um, there I were... should have contacted you. <laughs> Maybe you should. There's a reason why we're meeting now. Um, exactly. I felt that way about Langa and Zuni. I felt that way about FP Jorn. I felt this way about Trilobe. That's flattering. Thank you. But, but I think it's because you guys are so uniquely different and you're so, ori yeah. and, and you're so original, and yet somehow you're also incredibly iconic. Which is not always mutually, which is not always mutually exclusive. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 very. I mean, it's very easy to do something extremely different. Uh, it's very hard to do something which is different yet classic, yet iconic, yet uh, that makes sense today, but that would have made sense a hundred hundred years back, and that I hope would make sense in a hundred years. That's you know, that's the. the the bet we're trying to fulfill. Well, what, what is what was the inspiration from your case? I mean, I see different. To, to me personally, I see Langa in there. I don't know if that was an inspiration, but I definitely there is. I definitely see there is there is. What I love about these cases, and that's that's what Langa does. Uh, um, you know, uh, we're really proud of the dials we make. We we make our dials with our partner Cadran, in the chaud de fond. We are. Yep. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the, Top uh, three uh, dial maker the in top. Switzerland by far, uh, but by far. Uh, but 
the case is something that is a lot of time forgotten about, uh, and it takes a lot of part of the watch. And to me, a lot of refinement comes from the fact that instead of having um, the the lugs or the horns, I'm not sure in English, uh, linked to the to the main part of the case, having them brought back to the case allows you to have different type of finishes. Um, and so it's, it's a lot of extra work, it's a lot of extra manufacturing time, um, uh, but the result is very different from a case which is in three parts and a case which is in seven parts. That brings me to this point, which is how are you, and I hope it stays this way, um, but how are you guys able to offer such an incredible price point with all of those details. Nui Fantastique is under 10,000 US dollars, right? Like, that's phenomenal. There are two things. First, uh, the, the, the way we function is a bit more like the auto industry than the, the, the watchmaking industry. Usually in the watchmaking industry, you have three collections, you have three different movements. On our side, we always have the same basis of the movement. Uh, there are implementation, especially on the, on the une folle journée uh, watch uh, that, that makes it uh, a bit more complex. This way, we group under the same umbrella of the same movement all the collection. That helps you, uh, you know, do economies of scale, that's for sure. Uh, the second point is that <laughs> we're not expensive enough, actually, uh, to, to reflect the, the value of the product um, and, and, and what we put into that. When you are a young brand, it's also important to, you know, to, to enter into the, into the game and doing it by having a, a price which would be more reflective of the value. So higher price uh, makes it a you know, more complex challenge, I would say. So it's, it's also an effort we do on our side uh, to say, uh, you know, we, we're here to be in the long run. So we start uh, slow and we, and we grow. You build, you build from there. And we build. roughly, I mean, obviously you don't have to give me a total amount, but how many pieces would you say you make per year for the world at this, at this moment? Ah. Across uh, all the collections, you have three collections, right? So correct, correct. Well, this this year, uh, the, the the big issue we have is production, because we have uh, about three times more demand than what what we can produce. But uh, as you know, there are many bottlenecks in the watchmaking industries. Yes, industry. Sorry, uh, and uh, and so we have super long uh, delays with our different subcontractors to get the, the different uh, pieces of the movement, of the case, uh, of the dial as well. Um, so this year will be a bit restricted. We'll do, I don't know, it's almost the end of the year, but 600 watches, I would say. For the world, that's nothing. And I, that's I, nothing. And I think you have something like maybe six or seven dealers in the United States, which is nothing. That's right. Right? That's right. But so, all, of, all of them... <laughs> If you call them, they, they call us all the time. And, uh, <laughs> but the, 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 the windows are empty. But it's the case with many independents, uh, I, I would say. Um, but the, the, that's, that's the challenge for us to be able to uh, build a business, not only to do the, the first selling, but to be able to do the, you know, once it's sold, uh, because it, it sells quite well, uh, once it's sold by the retailers, to be able to, to refill. And that's, that's, the, that's the whole challenge uh, for us. That's I, why we don't open too many retailers as well. Well, th I think that's very important because 
You know, you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot. I've seen it happen so many times with, with, you know, with smaller brands and then they get a lot of momentum and then it just, they kill it. They absolutely kill. And I think that you taking your time and developing these things as well as not just not just designing them, but building them and then even delivering them. It's almost like this old this old world where you have to wait for all good things to come, right? No, absolutely, and and that's that's always what I try to explain. It's uh, it to be taken as uh, non ambition. On the contrary, uh, it's it's taking our time a bit a bit the old way. Uh, that's for sure. Um, but uh, I don't believe in uh, in fast uh, success or it doesn't last. So we prefer to. Really take our time to grow, uh, not to do too many mistakes. We make mistakes like, uh, like everybody, but we, we, we grow step by step. It's a bit frustrating when you when you're an entrepreneur. You want to you want to grow, uh, but uh, if you want to do it in the long run, which is the the case, we are not we are not selling watches. We are building uh, a house, a maison that. You know, those watches. It's not. Uh, it's not only about the watches. It's 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 also about the the, the our brand image. Absolutely, and it that... takes it takes so much time to 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 make that uh, uh, so that we don't want to destroy it. Uh, by going too fast. Well, I think a couple of things. Uh, for your logo, I love it because it's it's sort of like a nod to your it's a nod to your parents, really. And second, it's also a nod to architecture, right? Which is what your parents did. It's, 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 it's the shape of, uh, of architecture that we find uh, initially in um, in Omeyad architecture. Then it was taken again in Roman Gothic. Also, as I as I usually say, uh, there was no space on the dial to put my name. <laughs> I will say, though, that if you ever decided to do a sub-brand, your name works also as a brand. The, the, goal, the goal for me was that, um, you know, we, we, do, we, do, we are 12 people in the team now. Um, it's important that there is this umbrella, this name, uh, under which everybody can identify. You know, it's, it's not just about me. I, I, I draw stuff, I have ideas, but without the rest of the team, it, it's, it stays on paper. It was important from the beginning that it's not my name. It's, it's much bigger than that. So, uh, hence, uh, hence uh, the name Trilab. That's amazing. The first, the first collection you did, the Matino, right? The mornings. Um, yeah. That was done... Right, right. So that was done with with these like old letters, essentially, right? That sort of came alive into this watch. That was the inspiration for that. So, yeah, it's, uh, the Limetino is a poem by a French poet René Char, uh, who was a resistance during the the war, uh, and uh, and yeah, the, the the whole texts that he wrote were about are about uh, you know seeing things differently. Uh, breaking with the accoutrements, uh, you know, embracing the difference. Uh, so it's a, it's a little, uh, it's a little hate, it's a little tribute to, uh, to this guy. Um, but the different collections are all, all named after a book or, or, or a literary, uh, uh, literary thing. So uh, the second collection is named Nuit Fantastique, so a fantastic night, which is a book by Stephen Zweig. And the last collection in Fall Journey, which is a crazy day, is named after, after um, a book by uh, Augustin Caron Beaumarchais, who is a French, uh, French author, who was a watchmaker to the king, actually. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool that you're honoring these old sort of traditions that 
in today's world are kind of lost, you know, to be honest. They're absolutely... Yeah, it, well, it, gives, it gives sense to the collection as well. I, I don't, you know, I cannot identify to watch name the XYZ5567, you know, just right. number. Right. It's <laughs> just know, a number. type of reference. <laughs> yeah. It's just a number. What, what's behind that? So, um, well, that's, as you said, we, we try to do things differently, be in the products, in the brand we built, in the collections we have, in the uh, in the way we do things. The logo is taken from the architectural symbol, a trifoil, right? Yeah. Where you basically have three sort of interconnecting circles, in a way, that make up this, which is what you've incorporated into to all your watches. Do you think... Yeah, yeah. Do you think that th that will always be the generalized theme within all every collection you do? Our DNA is, is, is broader than that. Our DNA is about difference. It's about yeah, seeing things very differently. What is sure is that uh, never say never, but most, uh, I think we can say it. We will never have hands. You have uh, great people doing that very well. Uh, you spoke about Langenzen and François Paljourn. I'm not going to do watches with hands better than they do. Correct. Uh, that's, uh, that's not possible. Uh, what I can do is do something else uh, to do it well, but, but to do it very differently. Uh, so we had a certain type of display for our three first collections. We have much more to come. Um, uh, we'll, be, uh, well, we'll be this year at Watches and Wonders uh, for the second time in Geneva by the end of March uh, with new stuff to come. Uh, and, and more impressive stuff to come in 2024. It's very refreshing that you did this and that you brought this to the world because the world needed it. You know, like a lot Thank of you. a lot of these brands, when you look at them, you can't. If you were to put them in a police lineup, you couldn't tell them apart. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and the, yeah, absolutely. And so what you've essentially done is you've literally flipped the script. Um, on the watch world, but yet you've honored it at the same time. And as I always say, there's a very fine line between innovation and insanity, right? There's a very, 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 very fine line. I see so many brands that try to do things differently that have completely lost the plot, right? And I wish you guys nothing but continued success. And I know that Thank you. I'm excited for the growth and honestly, hopefully one day when I'm able to, I would love to contact you so I can buy one of your watches and proudly wear them. Um, because With pleasure. I, I, I really, you know where to find us. I really love your brand. And, you know, a lot of people are asking me about it. They're like, what is this brand? Why do you keep posting? Okay, cool. Why do you keep posting about it? And I'm like, I, don't want to, I didn't want to tell anyone that I was interviewing you till I actually did it. Um, Thank you. I'm so glad that... You guys won the award. I honestly thought you guys are definitely going to win for one of the two watches. I think obviously when you look at the when you look at the other one, um, Le, Le Feu right? Um, Correct. Correct. When, when you look at that, it's so impressive. It's it's literally like something from outer space. It, it is. Uh, but yet, it's so intriguing. It's not like so far off that you're like, okay, I can't read that. It's like, no, I want to know more. I want to know how I read it. I want to take my time with this watch, you know? Absolutely. It's an invitation.
invitation. Th thank you so much, Gautier, for your time. I know you're a busy man. Thank you but so much, Amit. No, thank you so much for taking this time. And, uh, and, and looking forward to welcoming you, uh, be it in, uh, in Paris or maybe in Geneva. Good luck with everything. Thanks for the time. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There it is. That was a great conversation with founder and CEO of Trilobe Watches, Gautier Massonneau. Uh, I look forward to meeting him one day. Uh, if you're looking to purchase a Trilobe watch, contact me at amitdevhanda at gmail.com where you can visit my website at www.amitdevhanda.com. I'll make sure to include the link to the website. It's packed with information. It will give you more insight to the brand, uh, the collections, the concept, and so much more. And until next time, rock on, fly back, and stay healthy.